Genesis is here to tell me that ain't true, yo. Whoa! Mic drop! Mic drop! <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Our live studio <laughs> That so, was amazing! Thanks, thanks! First part, not great. Your part, mic drop. Well, guys, welcome to another episode of Lower Your, your voice. voice. Jeff probably wants us to lower our voice and was like, oh, my God, please shut up. They're like rapping weird shit in the living room right now. He's yeah, he's ready for us to end this. <laughs> this is his worst nightmare. <laughs> so how was your week? Did you get to your homework? Uh, no, no, I didn't speak a lick of British accent to anybody. You know, I didn't either. And a big part of the reason why is because when I was editing and replaying back like our British accents, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed just listening to myself right we now. We thought we sounded really good. Yeah. Because you even complimented me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it sounds different in the headphones <laughs> than it does when it's actually or you're playing. not a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> just like I th- I told you your your new quote unquote single was great. Yeah, exactly. Not a good friend. Yeah, no, I didn't get a chance to talk to anybody in a British accent. Well, you know, I'm sure more homework will come up and, uh, you know, we'll just take this one as an L. You got things to watch. So that's important. I have a lot of things to watch. Yes. But you still haven't given me any homework yet. So far, it's just being put on you. Am I the teacher here? I feel like that. (laughs) I feel like that. But like my homework would be like watch 90 Day Fiance and you'd be like, no. I would watch it. I think I have watched it before. Have you? Or Love After Lockup? Um, I think I've watched an episode of Love After Lockup. You know what the problem is? I watch those shows and like Jeff will come out here and he just rips me to shreds for like watching something like that. And it wasn't too long ago where I told you like my go-to movies and you were like, I've never seen it. I'm not going to watch it. Yes. Because you were talking about the fact that your your go-to is like a Marilyn Monroe movie. Yeah. I do Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is Audrey Hepburn. And then Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Like, that's my... If I'm bummed out, I'm watching those movies on repeat. So you don't have any movie of preference that came out in this decade, preferably. Mm, okay. No. Maybe not decade. This uh, century. <laughs> Not one that's like I could watch over and over and over and never get sick of. And it just makes me like I won't be that. Those are two movies that I won't be on my phone and I will watch when they're on. Yeah. You ready for my go to movies? Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Best movie. Like, yes, 100 percent. The best. I think I've watched it 6000 times in my life. I sing all the songs. Yep. No. I have I have I have the the soundtrack uh, like in my Apple Music and when it comes I never I don't skip it. Hell yeah. That plays all year round. That's my Christmas album that you play all, re- all year round. Belting it in the car as you're driving around. Yes. Repping that Nightmare Before Christmas. Love Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, did you know Jack Skellington's actor that does the regular lines is not the same actor that does 
the boy, the, the singing. songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a, a documentary the, on Netflix. I see you. I see, <laughs> I see you. you. We just, <laughs> we were literally that Spider-Man meme <laughs> pointing at each other. Also, ironically, Elf. I don't go to turn it on, but I never turn it off. You never turn it off. No, I think Elf is, yeah. You know what? That's right. Elf is not one that I will like go and, and look out to put on. I'm not doing ever doing a search for it. Yeah. But if it's on, it's on. It's staying on. It's exactly. Staying on. You know, I'd never watched a Christmas story until last year. Really? Mm-hmm. It had been so long since I had watched it in entirety. I also took the time to commit to watching it last year. Yeah. Great movie. And I the the fact that it was on repeat, <laughs> it's like, always on lot. repeat. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Oh my goodness! All that week, Christmas week, it's on a hundred million times. That one, and then it, what's his name? Chevy Chase. Christmas Vacation. Yes, best that one movie for me. Number one Christmas movie. Really, Christmas Vacation. It's like a family tradition that we watch it. Um, we're trying to get my dad all the inflatables. Have you seen those? No. They're all Christmas vacation inflatables. For what, like a pool? No, for like the front yard. For like Christmas decorations. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's really funny that we're talking about Christmas because my dad called me today about my Christmas plans. It's coming up. It is coming up. It's crazy. Yeah, my brother texted me about it. My dad brought it up. And, you know, we're kind of in limbo because I love Christmas and I feel like it's wrong to not be with family. Mm -hmm. And last year we didn't go back home or to New Jersey to see my family for Christmas. And we went to this Italian restaurant on Christmas Eve and I cried at the dinner table. Oh, I was really sad. I miss my family. I wasn't with my family on yeah. Christmas, but we were still like with family and I got like a white Christmas because it snowed on Christmas. And oh, I was so excited. Nice. I mean, it wasn't like a real snow. Yeah, but it still, was a fake a ass sprinkle. It was it's fine. It was I loved it. It's so rare that that happens, but at least you were with family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I found one pile of snow like that was probably really dirty and I played it. <laughs> Like for me, when we stay here in Florida, like all of my girlfriends, for example, will be with family. Yeah, that's Uh, hard. Same thing with his like really close friends. They're away with family. So then, you know, we want to do something. So we we make food and we invite people over. And the only people that can come over are like the misfits that don't have family to go to (laughs) that I don't really know. And I'm like, Christmas is not the day to be having like a stranger celebration. No. Like I'm not about it. No. We should do a Friendsgiving this year. We should. I say it every year. But do like legit. I've done a Friendsgiving where it's been like a brunch and that's fun. But we need to do a real Friendsgiving with like turkey and sides and pies because I will eat Thanksgiving twice. Yeah. Listen, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I mean, we're more than happy to do a regular Thanksgiving in general. But, you know, again, people have like families that are here. So they go with them. Yeah, we should do it. We'll plan a Friendsgiving. Yeah, the last time Jeff and I made a turkey here, there was like two other people here. And we're like, wow, we made a turkey for two people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should have just done like the breast. I know, but it's not the same. I know, I know, I know. You gotta do the whole whole bird. You did have kind of a little bit of homework. You were going to finish your vampire show. Or no, Lucifer show. (laughs) How dare you? He is the devil. So you finished it? I did finish it. Did they end it right? Okay, so I did want to bring this up to you because shows are notorious for having terrible endings and yeah. like pissing people off to no end i would say they got it like i would give it a 78 percent. 
the ending. 78%. They were almost there. They were so close, but they made like one stupid storyline call that really just pissed me off. Am I allowed to spoiler alert since the show came out like yes. a decade ago? Yeah. I don't yeah, do it. So we'll we'll add a we'll add a timestamp. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. So that couple that I was really excited about them doing sex for. Yeah. Somebody from the future visits them and it's their daughter. And she's like, I hate you, Lucifer. You weren't there for me at all. And she's like older. And she's like, I time traveled because I was late. I was sitting next to mom's deathbed. And I thought like, okay, this is the day he's finally going to return. And you didn't return. And I got so angry that I somehow miraculously traveled back in time. So he's trying to like make it up to her, whatever. And then it turns out the reason why he wasn't there was because the, the time loop in general, she has to return back in time to make an impact on him for him to learn that he wants to help troubled souls heal in hell so they can rise up to heaven and if none of this occurred he would have never come to that realization so they decide as a family that he's not going to be involved so she can be pissed off enough in the future to return and help him get to that realization so he just misses out on this woman he loves life her entire life literally from that moment to her deathbed and his daughter's life and then the bitch dies and she goes to heaven and like god brings her down to hell so she could be with her mans again what that's so stupid that is really stupid i don't like that i don't like it i mean it was okay it was nice that they got to like be together again in the end but they had to wait her whole lifetime and then you're ending but isn't like hell supposed to be like a bad place so now you have to spend the rest of the time with the love of your life in hell not if you're the ruler of hell and you're the ruler's side piece then it's not bad for you so and then she was the side piece well i mean she was his like wife main, his, the his main yeah his, his main, main b yeah his main b exactly so basically lucifer's been spending eons down there in hell teaching these souls how to like get over their own guilt so then they won't be tortured souls anymore and they can rise up to heaven so he was helping like free hell up because some people put themselves in hell based on their own guilt and they don't necessarily deserve to be there so now he doesn't so why doesn't he just get rid of hell altogether because you got to have a place for the the bad souls to go but so he doesn't help everybody no, he thinks that everybody deserves a second chance, but they have to be able to like truly like clean their yeah in order to be able to rise up to heaven. So, do you see this through the whole series, or is this literally just at the end? So, is he like a good guy the entire series? Yes, he's a good guy the entire series, and like you do kind of see it the entire series because because Lucifer himself is essentially like. He thinks he's mean. He tortures himself. He lives his life in his own hell. He doesn't think he's worthy of anything. Um, But he is good on the inside. But it takes him like his whole life to figure out like I am good. I do deserve good and I can help people. He's like, a you know, like a like a recovering person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's been in the darkness. He's made his way to this, the light. And now he's like trying to sponsor all these tortured souls in hell. <laughs> all right so would you're so you're recommending it oh i thought the show was amazing okay amazing and for six seasons i watched it pretty fast which tells you something <laughs> i've done that i've binge watched like it's not i ate it up it was so good oh my gosh you know what i binge watched what lula rich 
What? You remember those LuLaRue leggings that oh, everybody yeah, was yeah, yeah, selling? Yeah. That's on Prime, right? Amazon yes. Prime. I need to watch it. Oh my God. Can so you watch that? The- can we talk about it next week? Yeah. Can you give me like a quick synopsis or is it going to be like... It's basically just they did a really, really good job because they actually interviewed the owners of LuLaRue or LuLaRue. Okay. So they interview them. They're interviewing people who are still quote unquote retailers. They interview, so they like are still singing praises, which I didn't even know people were still buying these leggings. It's still like a thing? Yeah. So is it about the corruption of this pyramid scheme? Yes. Okay. But it, they, but they I'm here do, for it. They, they interview the owners. Like they're involved in the documentary. Hmm. The people that are still selling, that are still like singing their praises. And then it's also like ex-employees, family members, um, ex-people who like, people who went into bankruptcy. Trying to sell this shit. Trying to sell this stuff. Because they were forcing them to present this lifestyle because it was like social media was coming out yeah and so it's like look i'm selling leggings and i bought two new cars i bought a house i'm wearing louis vuitton i'm blah, 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 blah. like i have all this stuff what was happening on the back end is like they were making money but they were blowing it all they were opening up these credit cards they were spending all of Who's the money encouraging them to do that stuff the owners and they have them like on video like these like zoom call, zoom training calls uh-huh. where they're like you have to spend money to make money and the whole thing was that they push that you could sell these leggings from home mm-hmm. and be with your family and be a stay-at-home mom like you can work from your phone and and you can be there and blah 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 blah, blah. but then they wanted them to focus so much on selling, selling, selling that then they're like, well, you could just hire a nanny. You can just hire a chef. You can hire a tutor, you know, tell your husband. They would have training calls for the husbands of how they could support the women. So while she's selling, like you could clean, you could do dishes, you could do that. It was crazy and how they like try to justify it and then there's um actual footage from like the depositions and stuff i highly recommend it but i think that if you watch it and we do a quick little recap next week how like you just did for lucifer um i would love to hear your opinion on it yeah absolutely there's a difference i also didn't realize there's a difference between an mlm and a pyramid scheme it's a very fine line and i i don't know why i didn't know this but pyramid schemes are illegal yes they are i didn't know that Yes. Because you call everything a pyramid scheme. Because exactly like you said, it's a very, very fine line. Right. And I didn't know what the difference was, but I know what the difference is now. Yeah. No, I'm very excited to watch it. I've seen I've seen documentaries that kind of cover MLMs like um the essential oil one. Yeah. I don't I don't even remember what that was on. And like, you know, I know people that sell in MLMs all the time and you always see that it's like flashy, this, that, every single thing they buy, they do a whole long drawn out post about. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just got to imagine that they're being guided to do that stuff. And I really hope that, you know, these other ones that are currently out there right now aren't taking advantage of people the same way. But also at the end of the day, if you really found yourself that deep in a hole from something like this, I'm sorry. You got to be so stupid to be doing stuff like this. One girl, one lady who like got into this very, very early between 2016 and 2018 made almost three million dollars selling leggings. And but the problem is, is that it wasn't just selling leggings. They were getting bonuses for signing up people. Right. Well, that's which is the pyramid scheme. Any MLM. The only way you're making money is if you get in early on because Otherwise, it gets diluted. Right. 
And like, you'll never be able to get to those tier ones when you're like a tier 20. Like, you'll just never get there. Well, especially if I'm like, oh, yeah, Alyssa, come sign on and sell this stuff with me. We have an overlapping group of friends. Yeah. So who are they going to buy from and what are they? It's just it, it was really, really interesting when it becomes like super saturated. Yeah. You want to uh, lose some friends real quick? Try to sell them some leggings and other products like that. Well, and what I'm what I'm seeing is like when people they they start with one and then they go to another one and then they go to another one. It's like, how how am I supposed to trust you when you, we're talking about how amazing this is and this is the only one like it but now you're on to something you've moved on it's freaking wild it's yeah for me it's crazy but definitely um definitely watch it and then let me know what you think because i i was glued to it i watched the whole entire thing yeah i heard about it on something and i really want to take a peek at it so i definitely will so let's talk about Amanda Bynes, because when I first, you know, sent you something about this, you didn't even realize that she was in a conservatorship. No. And I think a lot of people don't know that. So just the other day, there was an, a news article that came out that said that Amanda Bynes conservatorship has been extended for another 18 months. So at least there's like an end in sight for her where Britney's is like in perpetuity. So who's running it? Is it is it like the same thing? is Brittany that it's her parents or whatever? Uh, yes. So Amanda Bynes conservatorship is ran by her mother. So Bynes mother, Lynn, was granted temporary conservatorship over her daughter in August 2013 after the actress allegedly set fire to a driveway. And then I guess she regained conservatorship the next year. And then she in January, she released the song called Diamonds and she did that with her boyfriend. And now she is working on a college degree at the California Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. And yeah, I don't I don't know what else is going on. She seems to be doing like better in general, but it is being extended until 2023. So they can uh, keep an eye on her. Well, and I guess that's when you look at the Britney Spears versus Amanda Bynes the difference in how that maybe the conservatorship could help. Yeah. And what determines that is who's in charge. Yeah. Her conservatorship is it's open day to day. So what their her attorney is saying. So a status report regarding her health and well- welfare was recently filed and approved by the court. And by law, the next status report is due in two years. So her conservatorship will terminate when it is no longer convenient for Amanda. So I guess right now it's working for her and she's doing well and she's in school and she has way more freedom than Britney Spears ever did. But, you know, that was just like an absolute sin. Isn't it sad that like no one's talking about it either? Oh, I know. But she wasn't as famous as Britney Spears. No, but she definitely had enough. She and I think that she had way more breakdowns. Well, she's she's diagnosed schizophrenic. So with Britney Spears, I feel like it's a top secret what her medical diagnoses are. I want to say maybe I read that she had bipolar disorder, but I could just be making that up right now. But with Amanda Bynes, the story is that from like partying and drinking and like doing all of these things and drugs that the drugs triggered schizophrenia Mm -hmm. to come out. And usually with schizophrenic people, like they'll get it later in life unless like something triggers it to come out early on. Yeah. Which can be drugs and things of that nature. And it's crazy that there's so many different. um, There's not like one blanket schizophrenia. There's different types of schizophrenia 
Yes. And so like that's all that's all really interesting too. Yeah, there's like yeah. schizoaffective disorder and some other ones. Yeah. I know them, but I'm just forgetting them right now. Um, did you watch the Emmys? So I put it on for a few seconds and I saw Seth Rogen come out. Mm-hmm. And did you did you watch this? You know what I'm talking about? I, I didn't, but I know what you're talking about because I, I watched it after about how he basically came out and said if he knew this is what it was going to be, he wouldn't have come because nobody had a mask. Yep. They were supposed to be outdoors. And it was indoors. It was in a tent. Yep. And they were more concerned with the chandeliers. So they put like a top over the tent. And I mean, he's not wrong. Whatever your stance on it, like you can't have it both ways like yeah you, especially hollywood and everything on tv pushing you know the mask and the vaccine and all this other stuff which fine but then why is hollywood exempt so it's just really funny people he came out guns a blazing ripping he was it. yeah and the way that he came across it made it sound like he prefers to be a little more covid safe and he was clearly seeing that nobody was being covid safe and like he was trying to crack jokes or whatever but he was 100% accurate yeah and it, it wasn't that funny uh, and it's true. Everybody was like on top of each other. They're like all hanging around. Look like they were drinking. They were having a grand old time. There was like this whole really horrible like musical thing that they did where everybody in the audience had like a microphone. All of these like singers and actors or whoever they are. Emmys is television. Yeah. Um, and they were all singing just the two of us, I think. Anyway, it just came off really tacky. And then the and then what's funny is that Hollywood, all these actors and actresses are the most liberal people out there. Yeah. And they're the ones that are like COVID, 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 safety, safety, safety. But when it comes to them and their Emmys, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. I was watching like recaps of like the interviews and stuff like that. And they were taking their mics and like, you know, the interview was asking a question and then like, you can't see me because it's a podcast, but I'm like, you know, and then putting their mic in front of somebody else, like in front of their face. It's like, well, wait a minute. So why ridiculous. would you, if, if you're so worried about it, why don't you have like a different mic for each person? Or where's the, you know, like Seth Rogen said, where's the social distancing? Where's the mat? Like if you're going to have that stance, have that stance all the time. And especially in California that they're so, so strict on everything. Yep. No, they were they were getting away with it because in in California right now, it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. You have to wear a mask indoors. Well, guess what? Except at the award show. Yeah, uh, they all broke the law that day. (laughs) And nothing's going to happen. Yep. Speaking of breaking the laws, we need to talk about Gabby. Oh, my. I'm. First and foremost, I wanna, I'm addicted to this story. Yeah. I just want to put our condolences out there to yes. the families involved because it's a really shitty situation. Um, so a couple like so an, a couple hours ago, they actually uh, I don't know if you saw it. The, an article came out that they did confirm that it was a homicide that occurred to her. I mean, we knew, but they did say autopsy confirmed it was a homicide. They have not actually released cause of death yet. Now they're still looking for the guy. The guy's at large. He clearly did it. I mean, he's the most guilty looking person on the planet. Dude, Chris Watts vibe. Oh, the uh, American murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Watts vibe. Exactly. Except younger. Yeah. And I feel like um, like people in our area knew who she was. This girl. Yeah. She was like Instagram 
famous. Yeah, I know a couple of like Insta famous in South Florida that seem to have maybe known her. Um, did you see the body cam footage? The police body cam footage? No, I need to watch it. So you watched it? I did. So a few days before that, somebody called 911 saying that somebody that matched their description that a young male had slapped a young female yep. across the face. And then they're speeding. He, Brian, Brian, was that his name? Yeah. Brian's driving and they get pulled over. She's crying and it immediately goes into, so like what happened? We got into a fight. She's immediately taking blame for it, which is really interesting in the fact that if this is an abusive relationship, she was like immediately trying to protect him and saying, this is, yeah. this was my fault. And this is all allegedly, right? You don't know if he was that's abusive like, or not. But that's a telltale sign of like a full-blown codependency and like yeah, know, abusive she, relationship. Yeah, she was, oh, I'm OCD and I was trying to clean and he was yelling at me and he kept telling me to calm down. So I like, and he had um, a scratch across his face. And but he also had um, like scratches on his hands, which he said were from wires. Yeah. OK, buddy. So they separate them. They have said, OK, we're going to send you to a hotel to him to a hotel and you could stay in the van. But you guys need some separation. They came to the conclusion that she was the abuser. The cops did. Because, but they didn't arrest her. But they said, like, hey, listen, like you laid your hands on him both have confessed like they easily probably could have arrested her for domestic but they didn't they were like let's keep you guys separate like you guys are young you're fighting over small things you're traveling together like don't worry about it but i was thinking about it if they would have kept her in custody that probably could have saved her life yeah that's crazy Mm -hmm. you think you're doing them a favor and clearly you're not like at the end of the day if you're in a relationship and you're putting your hands on each other you need to separate immediately correct that is not okay in any circumstance in any situation at all and they were younger and when you're younger you're a little more emotional you're all over the place so i could see that things can get escalated quickly like when i was younger i had screaming arguments with my boyfriends and like jeff and i don't do that to each other now because we're older right it's like a maturity thing yes but at the same time if you put your hands on each other you gotta go yeah a hundred percent and so it's just really sad because you can see like if you watch this body cam footage you see the pain in her eyes and it's and what I want to oh, know that's a sin. what I want to know is what was said when he just showed up without her when he came back to Florida you mean yeah like his parents were like hey where is she because the her parents were already concerned yeah because she was you know checking in with them every single day even multiple times a day and it stopped and they were trying to reach out but nobody was responding to her no, that's friggin' bizarre. That shit would not fly. No, but I'm I'm attached to the story. I want to know what happens. And I'm telling you right now, he's guilty. Oh, 100%. This is like, this is your thing, you know? Because yeah. it's like true crime, but it's like happening now. And then you're going to watch a documentary with all the deets. In I, like I can't wait for the documentary. Three years from now. I know. Um, but let's talk about something positive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a fan of Dancing with the Stars? Not a huge like reality 
Yeah, I know you said that you don't like competitions. You don't like reality show competitions. Dancing with the Stars is good, though, because they have to put in some serious work. Um, and honestly, I found this article and I thought it would have more information. It has a couple of like headliners. I don't know any of the names, but what I think it is cool about this new season is that Jojo Siwa, mm-hmm. she is going to be uh, participating in the first ever uh, same sex dance couple. Yes. Because she came out that she's lesbian. Yes. And so she's going to be dancing with a female. That's fantastic. What I don't agree with (laughs) is like the whole point of Dancing with the Stars, I remember when it first started, was like watching these celebrities get outside of their comfort zone and like have to learn this like dancing skill. These are actors or or football players or baseball, like people who aren't professional dancers. And Jojo Siwa is a professional dancer. She started on Dance Moms. Yeah. They do that all the time, though. They're putting professional dance. And then you have to compete with, like, the eight-foot basketball player who, like, has never danced a day in his life. That's not fair. Right. No, I get it. I get it for sure. Well, you you know who else is on it? Um, On Becky's daughter. I don't know who that is. Um... The girl, the the Aunt Becky from Full House. I forgot her real name. The one that went to jail for bribery. The jailbird. Yeah. Her daughter. Okay. So the only thing she's like really famous for is because... Her mom went to jail. Her mom went to jail for getting her into college. And so now she's a dancer. Good old Carlton won a season and he killed it. And you should see the episode where they actually do the Carlton. They freaking rocked it he's one of those guys that like will never get away from the character that he played no there's so many actors like that yeah like michael c hall will never get away from dexter no alfonso blah 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 blah, never get away from carlton who are some other people the nanny what's her name oh fran drescher yeah fran drescher will always be the nanny so steve carell has done other stuff but i feel like he will always be from the office michael from the office yeah that show that i love so much the show that you hate so much he's jerry seinfeld he'll always be jerry seinfeld he'll always be himself (laughs) (laughs) he'll always be himself he's not getting away from that character yeah i guess they're like one hit wonders but tv shows there's also i remember reading an article there's like certain people that play the same character type like um deborah from dexter i forget her real name as an actress all she gets casted for are police officer roles and then there's this one lady is a spanish actress this poor woman and you know as a fellow hispanic i felt for her the only acting roles she can ever get are housekeepers and like maid roles wow how you thought we are in 2021 that we how racist way past is that? that um okay so i wanted your opinion on something okay um i ran across this article and jennifer lopez jennifer lopez jenny from the block and ben affleck do not follow each other on instagram what is that the secret to their success? And by success, they've been together for about five minutes and broke up for a really long time. But they do not follow each other on social media. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think that's just a stupid thing in general because you and I both know they got way too much going on. They're not on social media like that. And what difference does it make? 
I don't get it. Yeah. I, that, and that's another thing. Like, are they actually managing their, you know, you have a team that does that, but you could have a team and be on it on your yeah, own. I mean, they might scroll from time to time, but at the end of the day, it's not like she's posting pictures with anyone other than herself because she's a celebrity and like, that's what they do. You don't really post. Yeah. Like, would you ever have that rule with, your significant other like with Jeff would you be like all right we're just not gonna follow each other so I don't see that no hell no I'm not only does he follow me I have to take his phone and make sure he likes all of my pictures <laughs> and he gets in trouble if he doesn't comment on my shit I'm like how come all these people are calling me hot sexy giving fire emojis on this selfie and you have you not haven't. spoken up you are my husband you were supposed to be my number one fan the all these one. all these peeps are outshining you know I have to give him that guilt trip like once a quarter what is it <laughs> It's about time. Mm-hmm. We're coming into October, so we're going to have to have I a like meeting with Jeff. I like all this stuff. Listen, if you're my friend and I you care about you... You guys do a really good job of sharing each other's stuff on stories. I will say that. Yeah. You immediately tag each other, and then I immediately see it on the other person's. You do yeah. a good job. Thanks. But I just thought this was... The, the, the angle of this article was that because they don't follow each other on social media, that that's like the secret to their success. I don't know if you can call them a success yet. No, they've been. But I thought it was really interesting. No, I think that the the journalist that wrote that article needs to find a new topic to write about. All right, I'll let TMZ know. I mean, I get what they're saying, but like, it's just celebrities use social media so differently. And I guess the reason why they're doing it is because they're not trying to make it like official, official, or they're just doing it so they can stay in the headlines. Because at the end of the day, they, those two are notorious for pulling publicity stunts. FYI. I don't know if we've talked about that before. You want to know a secret? You don't like her. I don't like her. She's not my favorite. Everybody thinks because I'm Puerto Rican that I should like be this super fan of J-Lo. I'm not. She's a pain in the ass to work with. I've heard she is a diva. She can't keep a man. I don't think, think that she can sing very well. I like her acting. She's a great dancer, great body. She's pretty, but I really don't see much substance other I, than that. I, I don't even think she's not a great of an actress. I liked her in Hustlers. That I was like the only maybe wedding planner. I don't I liked, know. I liked wedding planner and monster in law. Okay. All right. I stand corrected. Monster in law. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Let's go into some questions from our listeners. Let's do it. What do you got? Because we've been loving these. We send these back and forth and we're just laughing. We can't wait to talk about it. Uh, So what would you do tomorrow if it were your last day on Earth? Ooh, that's a good one. So if it was my last day on Earth, I mean, I mean, there's there's a few givens, right? You're not going to work. Right. You're going to be around family. Mm hmm. So difficult for me, obviously, because my family's not here, but maybe I would make Jeff get on a plane with me. We'd spend as much money as we need to. Private jet. Get a private jet. We would take a private jet to New Jersey. Because that would be a, also a bucket list. I've never. Yes, I have. Yeah, you have. Lucky bitch. I've <laughs> never been on a. I've never been on a private jet. So that's my bad. I have. I, I just brought that up to <laughs> to drop that line in there. I have. I've been on a PJ. <laughs> I want to see my family. I'm hopping in a PJ. I'm eating a big, fat, delicious steak, truffle fries. I'm having a grilled asparagus. Got to get my veggies in, even on the last day. <laughs> Maybe a salad, you know. Um, Only the salad that you make. Oh, love that salad. Everyone's a big fan. You know who's not a big fan? 
Anthony. Intern Anthony. Oh my goodness. We are we allowed to post that picture of him pouting? Oh, (laughs) his face isn't in it. We'll ask Jeff's permission. I think that it's probably okay. Oh my god, it was so funny. We have to tell. We're we're, one day we're just gonna have um, intern Anthony stories. Yeah, he knows that we talk about him on the podcast from time to time, but obviously he's not here during the week to see us like film it and partake. Uh, yeah, so big fat steak, hanging out with family, um, got the dogs. You know, would be a really fun thing to do on your last day on Earth. Hmm. Renting 50 puppies and just letting them like run all over you. That's a fun thing. Can you rent puppies? I mean, is, is there I mean, I guess there's no rules when we're making up your last day on Earth, but I'm just asking. Yeah, I don't know what else I would do. I'm pretty content with everything in life. As long as I have my family and I have a good meal, that's all I really need. Yeah, I, I agree. I would do family for sure. Loved ones. I would want like friends, family. I would basically want to throw like a huge party. Yes. And just get everybody together. Yes. And then eat a ton of food. Private jet to private yacht ooh All I guess if privates. money's not an option because we're leaving people behind that are gonna have to pay you're just for renting for a day that's you know, know what I mean I know you just you put in your Everybody life savings in. in exactly you throw a little bit I throw my life savings doesn't matter cause tomorrow I'm gone you know I'm in whack the credit card who cares? Who Last cares? Day. What, who are they gonna? What are they gonna come find me? Who, who are they coming after? Who are they coming after? Does Anthony have to pay the bill? I don't know. Well, technically, you're married, so I think Jeff would. But that's not your problem anymore. That's not my problem. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my problem anymore. What about your last day? Similar vibes? Party? Yeah. Family, friends. Hopefully I know ahead of time. It's not like I wake up and they're like, it's your last day. Can you imagine trying to plan all of that? Like you waste time like calling and getting quotes for a private jet and a private yacht, you know, like that's so no, I want it already done. Yeah, I want it already done. Well, I'll fly a private jet to my family with our yeah. friends, party, food, drinks, and just like I just want to be surrounded with like so much love and like good food. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that like. I'm I, I I don't know. I've never had something that's like I I want to do this before I die. Like I'm not like, oh, I want to go skydiving before I die. Yeah, I could care less about a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like bucket list things. I don't I don't have like I mean, I guess I have things like I want to do, but I'm not like I have to get it off my bucket list. Like I would love to go skydiving. If someone offered me a, to ride a giraffe on my last day of earth, I might take it. Yes. <gasps> I know what I want on my last day on earth. Okay. I want to, I want to hold a sloth. You've never held a sloth before? No. I don't know. I'm saying that like I've held a sloth before. I've petted a few in my life. Have you ever pet a sloth? No. You got to go to the place. I know, We've talked about the place. And since we've talked about the place, I get served ads on Facebook all the yeah, time about the, the place. Because Facebook is listening to you. Correct. You know what I think it is? I think that their algorithm is so good this hear me out, okay? It's not that they're listening; they're pinging my location with your location. They know I was just there. They know you liked that shit. They know because you liked it, and because I was near and in the proximity of when I did that event, that you probably have peaked interest in it as well now because we probably talked about it. So now they're feeding it to you. You know that's a hundred percent how it works. I'm I'm in this industry. 
sometimes I really just can't believe how they figured it out. And I just think that they're listening. But I really like sat there and processed it. And I was like, it's definitely just the algorithm is that smart. Yeah. They um, also, if you're connected to the same Wi-Fi network and you this this legit happened to me um that brian was looking for my christmas gift and we were on the obviously on the same wi-fi network yeah and then i was getting served ads and then i got the gift oh damn so i knew what i got that's messed up facebook if you're listening and we know you are you gotta fix the algorithm because yeah. that's not cool you're giving up christmas I was gifts like, why so do you think that maybe also because of the wi-fi connection if i like something and then you're on my wi-fi it's gonna get yes. fed to you yeah yes so crazy i know what was the um the documentary on netflix the social network the social dilemma the social dilemma yeah very that, interesting. That should have me going. I wanted to turn off all social media accounts, but we kind of can't for work purposes. I, I'm literally yesterday. I was like, I just want to delete. Every, I just want to be off of everything. And then I realized I, I just waste too much time scrolling. Yeah. But then I can't. I know. I can't because of work. We should be allowed to take like a one week hiatus from social media. But even like my email, if I don't. Like, I try to be like, all right, I'm not going to check it every five seconds. But like, if I don't, I will get a text. Did you see my email? Did you see my email? It's like, bro, I haven't checked it in 10 minutes. Right. Relax. You just sent it. And I am expected at my job to answer an email or be at least aware of it. Like, maybe I didn't respond, but I know and I can communicate about it with someone else. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, yeah. It's wild. What happened to the days where you like... Checked in the morning and check it in the evening. My routine is I open my eyes. I check my email. Yeah. Laying in bed. I do my first cycle of deleting junk email. Then I get ready. I check social medias. Then I check my email again before I leave the house. Then I drive to the office. Because I need to make sure that I that it's clear in that whatever time frame from driving home to the or from yeah, home to the office. Yep. Because the last thing I want to do is come into more clutter. I want to be able to get in the office and start my day. So I check again a couple more times on my way to work. I've already checked my email at least four times from the second I've woken up to the second I've gotten to yeah. the office. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just licked the microphone. Didn't feel good. The texture. <laughs> it Listen, accident. this is much better than when I hit my tooth. Oh, my goodness. All right. So we have been doing Would You Rathers for a few weeks now. And, you know, I'm just a little too ADHD. I'm over it. I came up with a new idea. Um, You are really excited about this. And I am, too. I am really excited about it because I love to learn new random things. I love to learn things in general. It's all about like expanding the mind, which is funny because we told you listening to our podcast, you weren't going to we're not coming with facts, but now we're coming with facts. We're coming with facts. But we're coming with weird facts. Yes, we are officially doing our new segment called Weird Facts. We're going to learn something new and you're going to learn something new and we're going to talk about it. You're going to learn something new, useless completely useless and we're here party for tricks it. party tricks i'm excited for it so one of the first weird facts that i have on here to talk about did you know there is a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef here in the united states yes ma'am 
So for those who romanticize a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reefs offers an innovative solution. It mixes your cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, handprints, or mementos. The pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life, helping encourage a vibrant ecosystem. Um, I love this idea. Is that weird? Uh, no, it's not weird, but it's very interesting, right? I love it. You know that there's companies that turn um, remains into compost. So I like the reef more than the compost. There are also companies that can turn your remains into diamonds. You ever seen this? No. It's really expensive, but so badass. I would do that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you got to pull up a picture of it. Like I would want my, I'm going to put this in my will. I want my remains to be turned into a diamond and like that be the family heirloom that gets passed down. <laughs> is that weird? Like your great, great granddaughter is wearing your Me. body, your existence. Is that weird? Um, I mean, I don't think it's that weird because I think it's pretty cool too. So you could do it for pets. You could do it for. Oh my God. We can have Nina. <laughs> Nina, yeah. Sasha, and Jago Riggs. Look, they're full-blown diamonds. Holy moly. It's like real. Do we know how much this is? Let's see if I can find a price here quickly. Three grand. That's it? That's not that bad. They're, that's just one type. So here, let's click. But you also yeah. probably have to get it cremated. And then and then it's just 3000 to get it turned okay, into this hold type on. of diamond. Three grand is 0.1 carats. <laughs> You want like a good size diamond, like a one carat? Guess the price. For a one carat, not real diamond, but made out of remains. No, it's a diamond. They turn the cremation, they pressurize it and make a lab grown diamond. It is a diamond. For one, one carat, carat? What's the price? Okay. And what did you, point zero, point 0.1 was three grand? So 300 grand? No, I think they give you a little discount. Uh, sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I did. I did. I did not do that math correctly. <laughs> it's all good. You're not here to be a math magician. You're here to be a podcast and an entertainer. I'm here to entertain you, not give be you an entertainer. Facts. Yeah. So, but they do all colors. They do black diamonds. Oh. They do red, yellow, blue, green, colorless. Okay. So my but family, my family, listening to this, my wishes. Is to become a black diamond. Hell yeah. And oh. I want it to be passed down in my family. Oh, and tell them it, it they have a firm financing. They have a firm financing. So there you go. They can turn you into a diamond and it only cost them $181 a month minimum. That's it. Am I worth it? <laughs> am I I'm asking I my family are. now, am I worth it? They're all gonna say. Shut up, Jen. <laughs> so my next weird fact to share with everybody. Did you know vacuum cleaners were originally horse drawn? Can I see a picture of this? Yes. We're because this, how does this make sense? Because you brought the horse into your house. So it seems I have a picture right here that a man with a great mustache came to your house. It was like a commercial business. And there was a horse carrying this carriage and it has some sort of uh, 
sucking device and then they have tubes that come out of the back of it and go into the window of your home and then you would vacuum that way oh i thought like in my head it was the horse dragging the vacuum around your living room yeah and that did not make any sense (laughs) well did you watch you watched the new beauty and the beast the one that came out a while ago yeah it came out a few years ago with uh what's her name yeah hermione granger what's her real name Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. No, I'm the worst at this. I only know p- actresses Emma. and actors by their like character names. Ninety percent of the time, is that how you pronounce it? Her Hermione, Hermione, Her- Hermione. You wouldn't know. You didn't see Harry Potter, you jerk. Um, so- Hermione. <laughs> so in the new Hermione. The- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the new Beauty and the Beast movie they show her like going to like the town square to do laundry. And do you remember she like sets up the device with the horse walking around because they were like hand doing laundry? I don't remember that. Anyway. So, I mean, these are just like the things that you had to do before electricity existed. But you're right. I I thought they had like mini ponies walking through people's houses. (laughs) I don't know if they were eating the trash on the floor. Like I, like I, I was know what so to think. confused. I'm like, how big were these people's houses back then? But just so you know, I saved the the Im- Google image search from when I was with you. <laughs> I, I wanted to keep some element of surprise here. So that's only two. I got I got an article here with 65. So I'm very excited to keep moving forward in this. This is going to go on for a while. Listeners, don't you dare go searching this article. This is strictly for us to present to you. Yes. Okay. So what do you think? Do you uh, do you like the facts? I love this. I love this. And n- you know what we should do next time? What? I'm not going to look at this link. Ooh, yes. Don't look at it. Okay. And then you're going to give me a fact or either like maybe change a part of it and then ask me if that's true or false. Love that. Love and then that. I have to guess if that's a real fact. Okay. So Lower Your Voice presents Felicia Facts. Felicia Felicia facts. Facts with Felicia. Facts with Felicia. Or fe- oh, we'll, we'll do a vote. We'll do a poll if you like Felicia facts or facts with Felicia. Yes. Because I like both of them and now I can't decide. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we have for this week. Please be sure to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Lower Your Voice and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lower Your Voice Pod. Make sure you're subscribing for notifications of new episodes and don't forget to leave us a review. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. We gonna take it, gonna take it, gonna